Sunday, August 28th. Hurricane Katrina is one day away from making landfall on the Gulf Coast. It has been upgraded to a Category 5 and threatens to be one of the strongest hurricanes to ever hit the United States. Across Lake Pontchartrain, national attention is focused on New Orleans and their worst-case scenario, a direct hit by a powerful hurricane. Back in Slide L, where Kennard lives, the Emergency Operations Center makes a dire announcement. Emergency agencies will not be able to respond during the height of this storm. A storm surge of 18 to 22 feet is possible in Lake Pontchartrain. Most of the area's residents evacuate while the weather is still calm. But Kenner Jackley has already made up his mind to stay. Cash, a very dangerous situation this morning. As we Throughout Sunday night and early Monday morning, Kennard monitors TV news and the Weather Channel. Tropical storm force gusts. I was sitting here watching the, the eye getting bigger and bigger, and uh, I mean the storm was getting humongous. It is moving north at 15 miles per hour, 16 to 22 feet in this area. That's the possibility for water rise. At 6:10 a.m., Hurricane Katrina makes landfall at Gurus, Louisiana, south of New Orleans. Though it is believed to have weakened to a Category Four. It still poses a serious threat. We're getting some pretty strong wind gusts here. Some of the strongest we've seen so far. If you haven't evacuated by now, the best thing to do would just be to wait this one out. After battering the Delta, Katrina heads almost directly for Slidell. That's when I knew I was in a little bit of harm's way here, you might say. At the Jackley's waterfront home, Storm surge causes Lake Pontchartrain to spill its banks. The water started coming up, and uh, the downstairs had about four feet in it. Man, this thing better quit pretty quick. I might be floating out of here myself. I better watch it. At 9.45 AM, Katrina makes another landfall near the Louisiana-Mississippi border, barely 10 miles from Slidell. Winds are sustained at 120 miles per hour. At Kennard's house, waves several feet high engulf what used to be his yard. We've got a tidal wave coming. Here comes another one. I got another three or four feet, man. I'm going to have to head for the roof. Man, this is terrible. That floating there. Better go look in the back of my house. These houses down here. It was just like dominoes. The first one started floating, and then it hit the other house over here. Unbelievable. There were four or five houses over there. Look, nothing. Nothing. The debris-filled water is threatening to demolish Kennard's house at any moment. Broke the front door. It's up to the top. Incoming. Holy balls. I don't know how I'm going to get out of here, man. I wasn't sure what to think. Just get that door closed. Kennard quickly finds nails big enough to fasten the door in place. They're about maybe this long. And I, well, you heck, have a heck of a time trying to pound it closed. And the door's going like, <laughs> you know, you got to hold it closed with your foot and then try to hit that nail. Holy cow. I do a little improvising. Man, this thing's got to stop. There goes my guitar. Oh, 
no. I'm a PGA hat. Oh man, look at this one coming. I'm meat, baby. When's this supposed to stop? Uh oh, the ground floor is buckling up underneath me. It don't look good for the home team. Too late, Kennard realizes that his wife was right to evacuate. I'll believe you next time when you tell me to get out. Woo! Gonna figure that through this. In Dallas, Dookie watches as Katrina swallows the Gulf Coast. She has conflicting emotions about her husband and his refusal to leave. One minute I would feel really sad and sorrowful, and then the next minute I'd be angry and I'd be cursing him and saying that blankety blank, you know, it's good, you know, he gets what he deserves to stay in. 